Okay, good morning. I got Mikhailish and Afraid of Mechanica. We're at Maftir of Parshas Bereshis. Um, we've had these descriptions of the period leading up to the Mabel. Um, and uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has already declared HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them 120 years. And it describes what's going on and the Nephilim. We talked about all that stuff already over the past few weeks. And now the verse says as follows. And Hashem observed that the evil of man was Rabbah, was great in the land. And all of the Yetzer, what do we usually describe Yetzer as? The drive of the thoughts of his heart were rak rak kol hayyem, were exclusively bad all of the day, all of the time. And the verses go on to describe, and these are very, the next Pasuk is a very loaded verse, which Chazal speak about with philosophical connotations, and Hashem regretted that he made man on the earth, and he was sad, and he said, I'm going to destroy, I'm going to destroy, I'm going to destroy man. I'm going to destroy man from the face on, from upon the face of the earth, and and more. So, you know, there's a certain repetitiveness which arguably can be seen here in this Pasuk because we already had before, you know, a description of bad things. And Hashem says, But here it's a description which is much more direct. There, you know, he's also flesh. It's a struggle. You know, the soul isn't prevailing over the flesh. This is a description of the bad being great, the bad being terrible. And it's a description of seeing something. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't just say, its years will be 120. He says, I'm going to destroy. I'm ready to destroy. And therefore, that lends itself, really, to the interpretation of the Radak, who says, When the time came, the deadline, literally, that he gave them, a May of Esrim Shon of 120 years, he saw that they hadn't improved in their actions. In fact, the opposite. They had made them worse. And each day was worse than the preceding. That's what it means when it says just bad all the day, meaning that it was just getting worse and worse. It wasn't that it was bad all day. It was that each day was progressively worse. Rabba Ras Adam Baretz was that the, the evil of man was increasing and was getting worse and worse and worse. And so you understand, first thing is that the Radak is explaining that this Pasuk, just separated by a little paragraph break from the one before, is separated by 120 years from the one before. Before it was, I'm going to give them 120 years to see if they change. And now Hashem observes and garnished Geholfin. It didn't help at all. It's 120 years later, and not only is man not better, but he is worse and getting progressively worse, worse and worse. That's the observation. That's the way the Radak reads the Pasuk, and, and it's a very, very fine and clear interpretation of it. Uh, you know, not everybody says it, but, um, but uh, it's, it's very, very significant. 
That's the first part of what the, the, the Radak says over here in his explanation of the Pasuk. Continues the Radak. And all of the drives of the heart of man are just bad all of the day. Continues the Radak. Of the two drives that a person has in their heart, we have a Yetzer Toiv and we have a Yetzer Hora. It was all bad. There was no good within Adam. The idea here <coughs> is that we understand, and we've talked about it, of course, many times, is that a human being, as we spoke about just recently, when we spoke of the Psukim of B'nai Ho'eloikim and B'nais Ha'adam, a human being has within him a divine soul. And that divine soul strives for everything which is good. And on the other hand, the person has within them, or they are, they have a physical body. And that physical body desires physical things, not things which are particularly good. We're not, we don't have to call everything that the physical desi- body desires as evil. It's just, it's just not anything good. It's just you know, pursuit of physical pleasure. Doesn't it? When, a, when, a, when a cow wants to munch grass, is that evil? No. But there's nothing particularly great about it either. It's just, yeah, you know, very, very base. So a human being has both of those things. A human being has the higher drives and has the lower drives. We say, just to bring a contrast, we say in Kriyashma, you should love Hashem, your, your God, with all of your heart. So what does Rashi famously say? What does it mean with all of your heart? And especially, sometimes you could say, right? and that would work too, with one vase, but it says, and that implies the two aspects of the heart, as if it's with both of your drives. Love Hashem, serve Hashem with your Yetzer Hara and with your Yetzer Hataif. How does a person serve Hashem with his Yetzer Hara? Again, you, you can't just serve Hashem with your desire for evil, but you can serve Hashem with your desire, your drive for the mundane, for the material, because all the material pursuits of a person can be utilized, can be put in place in order to achieve higher goals. As the Ramam famously wrote in Hilches Dehes, that when a person uh, eats and drinks and engages in work and all kinds of other things for the purpose of being able to ultimately serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So even though when he's doing that thing, he's doing it because he has a physical need that he is satisfying, but ultimately that too is Avedas Hashem. And that's why it says in that same paragraph of, of Yahavtas Hashem Aleikecha, is that when you're sitting at home and you're traveling, when you go to sleep and you get up, it's all part of the broad picture of Havadis Hashem. As Shleim HaMelech said, So quotes the Ramam, in all of your pathways, in everything that you do, you should know Hashem, and He will make your paths pathway straight. And the Ramam is literally paraphrasing, you know, when a person goes in this way, 
knowing that I have to do material things because otherwise I'll be not well, I'll be roiv, v'chayla, person will be hungry or, or ill, or echad me'evorav k'ayev, or one of his limbs is aching. But instead, he, 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 he wants to be healthy and strong to serve Hashem. Kol yomav, ayvedes Hashem tamid. He's always serving Hashem. Afilu b'shosh, and even when he's doing business, afilu b'shosh, even when he's being intimate. Everything he's doing is to have a solid, whole, healthy body to be able to serve Hashem completely. Even when he's sleeping, says the Rambam, he is serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's all going to be Avedas Hashem. Every single thing is going to be part of that service. That's B'Shnei Yitzrecha. Now, how do you have it that kol So how do you have the reverse? I can understand how you can have the negative drive or the material, the physical drive, which isn't per se negative, channeled toward the service of Hashem. How could you have the positive drive? How could you have the Yetzir Taiv co-opted for evil? That's the language of the thing from the Shnei Yitzorim, the Rinvi'adam, So I don't think, and there is a language, there's a, a certain medrash which says that he made the Yetzir Taiv into a Yetzir Hora. You could have some way to understand, to explain it. I mean, I think the Radak is saying simply that that goodness, that motivation for goodness, that striving for goodness, which would be in every one of us because we have an Hashem Aliyah, because we have a divine soul, it, it, it just, it was silent. It was on mute. It had no influence within the people. You couldn't tell that they had in them a drive for anything good. If one wants to say that they made the Yetzir Taiv into the Yetzir Hara, you would have to say that the Yetzir Taiv is you know, just like that desire for greatness and creativity and you know, to, you know, the, 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 divine, the divine ability within a person to, be, to lord over creation which you know, we saw from the beginning, there's a, there, you know, that's, that's part of the ability which man has. And man can use that in diabolical ways, in horrible, horrible ways. And there you could talk about the Yetzir Taif turning into Yetzir I think it's such a, just a, just, just a different conception of Yetzir Taif. It's possible. It can be done. It can be, it can be explained this way. But everything was just negative. From a human being who was created, where the controlling drive in the person wasn't to go after the, the, the attractive, but to go after the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Hashem created a human being with the capacity from that first nibble of the Eitz Hadas, where instead of following that which was right, he went after desire. Now we have that the entirety of man's motivation is there. It's all about desire, all about negative things. And that is the, is the edge. That's the edge which they now fall over for the destruction of the world. Continues the Radak. We call the desire of the thoughts of the heart Yetzer. Why? Because the heart forms and accomplishes in its inside of it the matters whether for better or for worse to bring them to fruition the heart pumps the blood that moves the person to be able to do 
And that's why we call it the Yetzer of the Lave, the driving, creating force, creative force, which is in the heart of a person. That's the, his fundamental uh, explanation of this Pasuk. I'm going to read to you the balance of what the Radak writes, which is as follows. Why did he give them 120 years to see if they'll do tshuva? Hashem knows that it isn't going to happen. Sort of a classic question. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he says, is teaching people Hanhaga. People can change. Now Hashem, of course, has this little quote-unquote handicap that he knows what's going to happen. But we don't know what's going to happen. And people can change. And so HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I have to show. I'm giving a warning. And I give people a chance to change. I know that they won't change. That's fine. I understand. But people are supposed to be watching God and learning from God. Certainly when God is not acting in a mysterious, shrouded way, but when God is doing what he's doing very explicitly and very explainably. The Mabel wasn't a situation which raised theological questions. HaKadosh Baruch Hu pointed to the problems that were there in mankind. And he said, this is going to come as a result of that. We who have experienced you know, destruction in our times, we go around wondering and so on and so forth because nobody's pointed out. Right? Sometimes because we can't see, sometimes because it's you know, hidden and bad things happening to good people, and sometimes because you know, like, no one's pointed it out. You, know, you could have a person who, Rahman al-Islam, you know, loses their job, and they simply they just don't understand why they lose their job. They do this, and they do that, and they do the other thing. They do all of these wonderful things. Right? So, so what, what, what's the way that one is supposed to handle such a situation? So, you know, if the person has been told, you know, you're doing this good and this good and this good, but this, this is a real problem. This is a real problem, and it's such a fundamental problem. I really, really need you to fix it. And a month later, you know, I, I pointed out to you this major problem. It's a real problem. I need you to fix this problem. You know, I need you, I need you to fix it. And again, and, you know, there's a, like a, a trail, like a paper trail of what the person's done, you know. So then, you know, when the person, Rahmano Litzlan, ultimately might lose their job, they'll say, but I do this, I do that. I, do I, I, I The person will say, yeah, I know you do this, that, and the other, but we pointed out that there was something that you weren't doing or something that you were doing wrong and that it was vital and that it was critical. You know, in our world of things happening, we don't have this. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu pointed out to the Dara Mabal, there was no theological problem that arose from the Dara Mabal, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu pointed out exactly what was wrong and exactly what the con- consequences would be. And he gave them a chance. And he let people see what it means. How are you supposed to be knowing? You point out what's wrong. And you give a chance. Hashem created his world to be a good world. All the world, or at least the, the, the essence of the world, the majority of the world. But if it's all bad, it won't be able to last. Hashem chooses the good. 
but he looked at this generation of the Mabul, and it was rak, ra, kol hayoim. Listen to all the terms of emphasis. V'chol yeitzer machshvayis libay. Rak, ra, kol hayoim. It goes from saying rabba rasa adam. It was great, the evil of man in the world. So all of the drives of the hearts of men were exclusively bad all of the day, all of the time. Intense. And that's not the good world that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created. In their immorality, and their theft, they were destroying the order of the world. Their actions were opposed to his, which were for good. He said, I have to destroy this lowly world and leave from it whatever good is found there. There was a trace that would be able to regenerate the world, to sustain the world for the future. Noach and that which went with him into the Teva. He left Noach, who he found good, and his children with their wives, so that there should be a future. That's the story, and he goes on and he says, and Lemach and Mesushalach were already gone. The only righteous person who was left in the world was Nayach. This was it. So this is the Radak's commentary on this Pasuk. Again, there were 120 years of warning. Now Hashem at the end of 120 years sees nothing has changed. And the world is just basically completely overwhelmed with bad, with evil. And as a result, it, uh, it has to be destroyed. That's the way the Radak learns and reads this, uh, this, this Pasuk. The, um, the, the Rambam, which we have here, the Rambam in the laws of Tshuva, cites this Pasuk that we're reading here. It's based on a Gemara, which, which, which does. And uh, he, he writes as follows. This is the third chapter of Hilchas Tshuva. Every person has merits and sins. A person whose merits are greater than his sins is a tzaddik, and vice versa is a rasha. Half and half is a benani. The same is true of a state. If the merits of its inhabitants were more than their sins, it is righteous. If it was the opposite, then it is weak, evil. The same is true of the world as a whole. A person whose averes are more than his zechuyes, immediately he deserves to die. As it says, for the majority of your sins. And the same is true of a medina, of an area. And what does he bring as a proof for that? Sedaim, the outcry of Sedaim in America, because it is great, which he understands as the majority, the, over, the majority of the actions of Sodom. And the same of the world as a whole. If it's avoynais, if its sins are outnumber its merits, they should be destroyed. As it says, Vayar Hashem ki rabba adam Our posuk. Hashem saw that the evil of man had grown within the world. This is the uh, this is the, the, the Pasuk, this is what it's about. The world is now more bad than good. And Hashem didn't create a world 
for it to be bad. Hashem created a world to do good. He created a world that in itself would be, would be, would hoped to have been, would be hoped to have been good. That was the, the goal in creation. And man here had absolutely compromised, compromised that, uh, that goal because man had become bad. And so again, one point we have here is that Vayar Hashem is the time limit is up. He has not succeeded in improving himself. The second uh, thing is uh, the uh, the the second the second thing is that um, there's this description of the increasing ra of people in the world, which has it has overwhelmed the world, and all of the drives of the hearts of man, the voice of doing the right thing, the voice of the yetsar Taiv is obliterated. It just there's no there's no voice, there's no conscience for good that is that is present here. And that's the, the state of man that's described here. Now, the, there, there's a comment from the Ibn Ezra. It's not found in the standard Ibn Ezra. It's found in what's called Shita Cheres, a different version, a different edition of the, of the Ibn Ezra. It's printed in the back of the Teres Chaim Chumashim. He says just a few choice words, and they're very choshiva words. Because the bad was visible. That refers to action. Hashem saw the the evil of man on the earth. Man was acting in bad ways. But the second part of the Pasuk, what does it say? It says that the drives of the hearts of man were just bad all of the day. Do you see that? Well, the truth is that the Pasuk says in Sefer Shmuel, A man sees what's visible to the eye, Hashem sees the heart. And to make this comment, of course, you have to see the heart. But Ibn Ezra understands that the two phases, the two phrases, rather, that the Pasuk says, the first one is speaking about their negative actions, and the second one is, he saw that their thoughts of their heart were also bad. Not only were their actions bad, but their thoughts were bad. And they weren't going to change. They weren't changing. The Svarnai actually goes this way. Right? Svarnai is very heavily influenced many times by the Ibn Ezra. And he writes, Rabba Ras Adam of our different formulation. Their behaviors in the bath in the past were bad. And Yatzer Machwais Libai, the drives of the hearts of, of their hearts, Lusid is about the future. So he saw that they had done bad, and their drives and motivations were sending them to continue to do bad. Writes the Ibn Ezra. They did not take heed of someone trying to improve them. Noyach was trying to give them messages. They paid no attention to it. So where, you, where, where, where do you have the possibility of getting better? If people aren't listening, if people aren't interested in doing better, they aren't going to do better. So it was sort of hopeless. I think that there's another way for us to also look at this puzzle.
And it comes from, I believe, I might be wrong, but I believe the one other place in our liturgy, or Tanakh, where this expression of Yetzer Machshavais Libay is found. There's one other place. If, if I'm wrong, I would mamish welcome. I, I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I don't think I don't think so. Many times I think I'm wrong. This time I think it's correct. Hashem Eleke Avram Yitzhak Vishrael Avesenu. Hashem, God of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yisrael, our Father, Shomer Zeis Le'olam, safeguard this, Li'etzer Machshavais Levav Amecha, as the drive of the thoughts of the heart of your nation, V'achein Levavam Elecha, and direct their hearts, point their hearts towards you. Where do we say that? We say that every day in Uval and we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we want you to hold on to this. Hold on to this as the drive of the hearts of your people. What is this that is being, uh, that is being uh, referred to here? This Pasuk, this idea which it just says here, is a pasuk which we which we say in Uvalatzian is a pasuk in Divrei Hayamim, right? It's a pasuk in a very important passage in Divrei Hayamim. It's a passage which we quote much earlier in the earlier in the davening on a daily basis. Vayvorech David, right? Vayvorech David, which we say in in, in Psukei de Zimra, David blessed Hashem before the eyes of the people. Says Borach Hashem blessed you Hashem our God from world to world, to you Hashem is greatness, etc. Wealth and honor come from before you. You rule over everything. You have the power to strengthen everything. And to you Hashem, we are grateful. And we praise your glorious name. That's where we stop from this quote. We go on to quote from Sefer Nehemia, something else. In the Pesach, it continues as follows. Who am I and who is my people that we should be able to bring together strength to make this kind of a of a of a pledge? Right? This was a pledge of huge amounts of gold and silver which were given for the building of the base Hamigdash. That's the, the context here. Right? Famous Pasuk as well. Also quoted elsewhere in Pirkei Ovis, from you is everything, and from what is from your own hand, we have given back to you. We've given you what you have given us. We are strangers before you. We you know, are inhabitants of the land like our fathers. Our days pass like a shadow passes. Hashem Aleikeinu Kol Amein Azeh Asher Achinaynu Livnais Lechabayz Hashem Kachechom Yodchei Yilucha Hakol Hashem All of this treasure, all of this mass that we have prepared to build a house for you, it's all from you, 
and to you belongs it all. Yodati Eloikai, Hashem, you know, you know the hearts of people. You know that we're trying to do with the yosher levavi, with the straightness of our heart, right? We've pledged you all of these things, right? And everybody here we have seen with joy to pledge to you. And then we say, Hashem, hold on to this forever as the drive of the hearts of your people and direct their hearts towards you. This is the most wonderful wishes of the hearts of the people. We're taking all of this wealth and prosperity that HaKadosh Baruch has granted us and we're using it to build a place for the Rabbanu Shalom on the earth. Wow! It's wonderful. And David HaMelech says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, make this the drive of the hearts of men. Make this the drive of the hearts of your people. Let this be the permanent drive of the hearts of the people. We don't say this whole spiel in Volatian, but you know what we say. We say the essence of the declaration, which is, Hashem yimloich lo'elam vo'ed. Hashem should rule forever and ever. And then we say it in Aramaic, Hashem achuseikeim lo'elam homel mayah. And then we say, Hashem, God of Avram, Yitzhak, and Israel, hold on to this as the drive of the hearts of the people. Let it be the drive of people that Hashem should be the king of the world. Not quite the Daramabul. The Daramabul. We ruled, we, we, we saw before last week was the opposite. They're the Bali Hashem. They're the people who are there to establish for themselves a name. Instead of establishing a name for Akkadish Baruch, a place for Akkadish Baruch on the earth. These are the two places, I believe, where this is found. The worst and the best. The edge of building the base Amigdash. You understand the base Amigdash, building the base Amigdash is the tachlis of creation. That's the purpose of the world is expressed in the building of the base Amigdash. And that the Jewish people were so driven for it, as opposed to this, which was the absolute reverse of that of that goal, which was coming across from the people. Yetzer machshveis libri, rak ra, only bad, kol hayayim, all of the day. And Radak interpreted that as either getting worse by the day, just growing worse, the opposite of listening to Mechiach, or that it's just there, there's no desire for good. There's no desire for good. This is just their thought all of the time. And this is, you know, this is to see, it's to see this, these two psukim, as opposites. Let's understand, however, here, one more thing. To say that that's the drive in the hearts of people is a very practical thing. If you want to have somebody on your team who's going to do good, find someone who is motivated to do good. If they're motivated to good, and that's what they're thinking about all the time, they're preoccupied. They'll end up doing good. good. There'll be good things which will come from them. It could be, however, that we should see this as not so practical. We should see this as more in the sense of the definition of people. People may be defined by what their yeter is, by what their desire is. 
not again because of what the outcome will per se be, but just because of the value of the Yetzer itself. I remember sharing it recently. I don't remember if it was around this table or if it was not around this table. But there's a story which is brought in the Tzumas HaMusser. This story was brought to my attention by Rosh Raganabur. It's a beautiful story. I read it and didn't notice it until he, until he pointed it out to me. The altar of Slabodka spent some time at a, uh, at a place, uh, what do they call What do they used to call them? Like a sanitarium, a, a place where people would go for some... Take the waters. Take the waters, right? Mm-hmm. Take waters inside, baths, and you know, all the kinds of things for people who were feeling weak constitutionally or they needed a break. So, you know, that's where they went. They had places like this. And uh, Dalzar of Slabotka went to such a place for a couple of weeks, wasn't well. And he met up there with a man, a man from a different place. And the Alter of Slabotka took walks with this man. He took long walks with this man. And the Alter Salbotka had ideas. He had ideas and plans of building, rebuilding, building a Torah presence, you know, and, 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 and you know, like the whole Musar movement was there about trying to create people who would be able to go and, and be, be those who would, who would rebuild a quality Torah in that time. And he shared these ideas with this person. And there was a student who was there with the altar of Slabotka. And he was troubled. He says, like, why are you spending all this time talking to him? You know, if, you know, he was one of the wealthy guys who hangs around in this spa. He said, I get it, right? You're, you're trying to buy him into the vision. Maybe he'll be a funder. But this fellow, I, I mean, I think you realize, you know, altar, you know, the Rav Nassim Tzvi, I think you realize that He's not wealthy. He has a couple of children who, you know, were able to afford to put him there, to put him up there, that he should be able to have this, but he's not gonna, you're not gonna see anything from it. So why are you doing this? And the Alta of Slabotka said, I'm not doing it so I'll see money from it. I'm doing it because when we walk together, I share with him the vision, and he gets into the vision, and he wants it. And even if he can't do anything about it, but he wants it. And if he wants it, that's who he is. That is now who he is. When Chazal say that if a person thought to do a mitzvah and nenas and he was unable to do it, we consider it as if he did, he did it. You know, sometimes we can see that as sort of like a sort of like a simplistic thing. You know, you can't blame him. He he tried. Okay, so give him reward as if he did it. Don't blame him. He was trying. It was due to circumstances beyond his control, he couldn't do it. The, what's that? An E for effort. An E for effort. <laughs> correct, correct. The deeper, right, which we say, Hashem the Pasuk says, Hashem, the, the, the God-fearing speak to each other. They're spoken to by each other. Mom is like this picture of the altar walking with somebody, right? And, and Hashem listens, and it gets recorded in his book to those who fear God and who think of his name. Now, can mean those who consider his name significant, but that's because he was thinking to do something for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's not an E for effort. 
The idea is that if that's what you are thinking about doing, that's you. That's you. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu looked at people, he saw they were doing all kinds of terrible things. Not good. But what was worse than the fact that they were doing terrible things was that their essence was a factory of bad thoughts. All they were thinking was negative. A person has to strive for great things. We can't always do it. But to strive for great things. You know, this Wednesday, Bezos Hashem is a Siamashas. People are going to go there. They're going to be so incredibly inspired. So many people are going to undertake things that it's impossible for them to do. I shouldn't say impossible, but nigh impossible for them to do. That's what's going to happen. So what's going to be? So the, 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 the healthy ones won't get depressed. The healthy ones will say, my goodness, I, I, I want this. Imagine, I want this like more than anything. Okay, so I might have to tone down my actualization of what I want to be able to figure out what I'm going to be able to do. But that I want it? Go for it, man. I want it. Sometimes, you know, we're not so healthy. And we hear about these possibilities, and we say, but I can never have it. So we say, ah, what am I? Garbage. I'm nothing. Sometimes people hear an inspiring story about someone. I shouldn't say an inspiring story, a story about a great person. And they just get depressed. He's so great, I'm so lousy. The way we're supposed to hear such things is... Wow, look what a person can be. I would like to do that. I'm a realistic person. I'm going to stretch myself to my tippy toes. I still may not meet, meet the elbows or the waist of that, of, that, of that particular person in this particular area. But hey, to strive to want. Kol yetzer mashweis libe rak rak kol Versus shama The drives in the person are in itself fundamental to self-definition. I think it's an incredibly important perspective for us to have, for us to, 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 to hold on to. I, there, there's there's a, a thought from the Zayar on this Pasuk that... Um, is in itself significant, but I, I think I, I'd rather end with this. I'd rather end with this. I think that would take us in a different direction. Maybe if we have a chance, Emir Hashem, next time we another we will start with it before we go on to the next pasuk and all of the issues that it raises. But I think for now, this is the this is what I would uh, like us to end with. There, there's such a thing as the Eitzim Machshvayis Libay, as the strivings and the aspirations of people, and you know sometimes they're impossible quote-unquote, but uh, not. If it's the Yantav of Hanukkah, the Yantav of Hanukkah is because there were people who strove for something which was, by all objective sense, absolutely impossible. And, you know, part, part of our perspective is that, that, again, we have to want. And Chazal teach us something very, very important, which is we can't get anything done. We can't get anything done. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't help us, 
none of our great plans and ideas come to fruition. Zero. We can't get anything done. So what can we do? We can want. We can try. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps. HaKadosh Baruch helps for little things. Why can't he help for big things? Okay, so I understand. We're jaded and we say, okay, but come on, there's got to be a relationship between the Ishtatos and the outcome. Okay, but the story of Hanukkah comes to tell us a little bit that when you have the desire and it's strong enough, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu can make amazing things happen. <coughs> should see that. Amen. Amen.